We are in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the JCC one year later. Uh, this coming Shabbos, the 18th of Cheshvan, is the yard site of those who were uh, victims of the greatest massacre against the Jewish community in the history of the United States. And we're here one year later, just like we were here last year during Shiva. Uh, to bring to our listeners around the world the sense of brotherhood and sisterhood that our brothers and sisters in Pittsburgh deserve. And to remind everybody of what it's been like for the uh, community here over the last year and how they continue to be so resilient and continue to rebound. We have two very special people with us now. Uh, Stephen Cohen and Barbara Kaplan. Stephen Cohen and Barbara Kaplan are co-presidents of the New Light Congregation here in Pittsburgh. I remind everybody that it was uh, your congregation... Uh, was one of the three congregations that was in the Tree of Life building, right? That would, be, that would be the way of putting it. And we are dedicating this conversation, of course, to the memory of Richard, Daniel, and Melvin, who are all members of yours, friends of yours, and, of course, victims in last year's tragedy. Thank you to the both of you for joining us this morning. You're welcome. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Um, how did, good morning. You know, we talk about unity, and it's one of the reasons we're here, frankly. We're here because of the mission of the Jewish Unity Initiative. It, it, it's amazing to me that, uh, and there's no such thing as coincidence, of course, but that this episode took place in a building that housed three congregations. And I'm sure you know, because you've heard over the last year, what kind of impression that has made on the worldwide Jewish community, that you could have three congregations sharing a space, and unfortunately, of course, sharing victims and, uh, and, uh, and what had happened. But could you just tell us how that worked for a minute? Could you just tell us how it is that when, when we always joke that, <laughs> that the only thing we know about in our community is breakaway minions and, and synagogues being built on the other side of town because people don't like this one, that congregations can come together and cooperate like this? Um, I think over the last 20, 30 years, uh, membership in all religious organizations, whether it's Christian or Jewish, has declined. Uh, we all have owned buildings. We've all had extra space in our buildings. Uh, and New Light Congregation made the decision two years ago that in order to maintain itself as a family, because that was what was most important, that the walls around us were really unimportant. And so we reached out to other Jewish organizations uh, in Pittsburgh to see if we could find another home. Now, it turns out that uh, Dor Hadash, the third congregation right. that was in the building, they've never owned property. They've always been a renter. So when uh, Tree of Life, uh, when we reached out to Tree of Life and said, is there room in your building for us? They were more than uh, a gracious and wel welcoming. Uh, we converted what used to be the sisterhood room. Uh, we we painted, we put in new lighting, we put in ceilings, we renovated the space in order to make it our own chapel. And the year that we spent there was a very, very happy year, a very cooperative, um, uh, working with uh, uh, Tree of Life as a conservative uh, congregation. We are a conservative congregation. Dora Dash is reconstructionist, and they're a little bit more advocacy-oriented than we are. And so it made for a very interesting marriage because we learned a lot about other ways of looking at things, other types of events that we would not have all uh, otherwise yeah. might have had. Where are the walls now? Are, th are there still services for, uh, for well, your congregation? The Tree of Life building itself is, right. is closed. Correct. So where uh, are you guys gathered now? Well, uh, that was actually the, our very, very first task after the, uh, the massacre. Finding uh, a home. Finding a home. 
Uh, it's taken us a year, but, uh, but we are now very comfortable in our temporary home. We reached out to a different congregation, Beth Shalom. And oh, we know. It's, it's yep, right here. It's right, well. <laughs> right up the street. Everything's right <laughs> here. Right? <laughs> Squirrel Hill is a very small I just say because I happened to see it this morning. So. Uh, you, drove, you drove right by it coming down. Um, uh, Tree of Life is right around the right. corner also. <laughs> and, and our building uh, uh, was on the corner of Beechwood and Forward is also right around mm -hmm. the corner. So it's all very, very close mm -hmm. to one another, which makes it very homey and, and very comfortable. So you have a new home. Ooh. We have a new home at Beshalom. Uh, and again, uh, the Jewish community in every way has reached out and uh, offered us help, offered us sustenance uh, in order to main uh, ensure that we can maintain ourselves as a congregation. Were either of you there last year? Or no. You happen not to be. I missed it by a week. Wow. Um, I was actually in Arlington, Virginia, celebrating my grandson's second birthday. Uh, heard about it. I, I can't even imagine what it was like for you to hear this news. Well, uh, my daughter uh, listens to Nextdoor, uh, an online app, came to me and said, Dad, there was a, there's an incident at, at your congregation. Have you heard about it? And I said, no. She said, well, it seems to be there's a shooting there. And I, re my reaction was, how could that possibly be? This is Squirrel Hill. This is Pittsburgh. Things don't happen like that here. I got in my car, and normally it's a four-hour drive. I think I did it in three hours. Uh, came and spent the weekend at the here at the JCC right. in the with room right else, across yeah. the way with us waiting for uh, the, uh, the, the, the legal process to uh, wend its way. Tell me about Richard, Daniel, and Melvin. What can you tell us? Richard was just the loveliest person. He was a dentist. He was my dentist. Nobody knows my mouth as much as well as he did. <laughs> and uh, um, devoted time to uh, Catholic organizations free of charge, to clinics for uh, people that couldn't afford dentistry. Wow. He was a mainstay of the synagogue. He was our rabbi's right hand, left hand, and every other man. Dan Stein was the most organized organized person, organized trips to different synagogues that are no longer open, organized trips to D.C., to the Holy Cross Center. He just managed, micromanaged all of us. Mel Stein. Mel Wax. <laughs> Mel Wax, sorry. He was the sweetest, littlest man, always had a joke, always had a smile, new services right, left, up, and down, and just... Just the sweetest, sweetest. You know what's funny? I think everyone listening knows the three of them. I think the three of them exist in every congregation yes. practically in the world. Absolutely. The way you just described them. Absolutely. How There's dedicated one is to the rabbi, how organized they are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. setting together, putting together all these synagogue trips. The joke, everyone knows the guy in the shul who's always <laughs> telling the joke. I think, I think people can relate to the three people you lost that day. They're universal. Right. They're universal. Real shul goers. Yes. <laughs> they were the heart of our congregation. They were the people who kept uh, the religious aspects of our congregation going. Um, as uh, Barbara said, uh, Rich took care of the Torah. He took care of all of the details that in, in support of the rabbi in order to make a service happen. Uh, Dan was our manager. Uh, if there's something that needed to be done, Dan was the guy you turned to to get it done. Um, and Mel... <laughs> Mel spoke very, very softly. It was, even standing right next to him, it was sometimes very difficult to hear him. Yet he spoke with such a loud voice. He 
uh, had very strong opinions. Um, he always had a joke. Uh, generally, they were off color, but they were never th the same joke. It was amazing how he could come up to you at the end. Uh, and if it was a woman, he says, am I, am I allowed to tell you this joke? You know, it's a little bit uh, different. And, you know, are you old enough to hear it? And this is to somebody who's 75 years old. You know, he will do. So I'm telling you, I know these guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Mel, as a matter of fact, had come up to me once. My daughter comes with us a lot of times on Friday nights and said, is Annie over 21? <laughs> yeah, Annie's many years over 21. Why, Mel? I want to tell her a joke, and I want to make sure it's okay, it's okay with you if I tell it to her, because it's not exactly the cleanest one in the, in the world. There you go. I'm telling you. We know all these people. Well, we remember them this morning, and we dedicate this job, is, of course, is the yard site yes. on the right. Jewish calendar, and we dedicate this uh, broadcast to their memory, as we do with all the 11 victims. And uh, just a couple of words from both you, uh, Stephen, and from Barbara about uh, life in Pittsburgh a year later. What are your reflections now as we get to this milestone? Uh, it has been a very difficult year, as you might imagine. Uh, grief takes a long time uh, to, to allow one to be able to move forward. I think the high holidays were, were very, very meaningful. What a very important point. Very, very, important, Im point. very important point because it, 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 it causes the, the introspection of looking at yourself and you look at the congregation and you mm -hmm. look at your congregants and you, you try to remember. Um, this Shabbat, what, what we are doing, it's a private service mm -hmm. just for our congregants, but uh, we're going to sit and remember and talk about Mel and Rich and Dan and, and try to bring closure, which is truly not possible, but to try to bring as much closure as possible to uh, what has been a, a horrific year after a, a horrific event and look forward to a better time. Well said, Barbara. Your thoughts a year later? Yeah, basically, right. Steve, you know, does did it well and uh, support for our people, and uh, we'll just move on and keep going as a family does. Yes, um, I thank both of you very, very much. I thank know you, you made an effort to be here this morning. <laughs> it's much appreciated. No problem. Tra traffic, traffic doesn't always cooperate. <laughs> Not and uh, and continued success with your congregation and with the uh, amazing Jewish community here in Pittsburgh. Thank, thank you very you much. Thank you very much. More coming up. You're listening to JM and the AM on a very, very special edition as we uh, continue here uh, from the JCC in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.